Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Comics Experience Graphic Novel of the Month Club for the month of February 2022. And we've got a wonderful book for you today, a book that I am guessing is not on most of your radar. Uh, it's from a it's from a smaller publisher, a newer publisher, uh, and it's it's not the kind of thing that usually gets talked about all that much. So I'm really, really, really happy to present to you um, Oxy uh, by Mary. I'm gonna I'm gonna mangle this. Oho Kovui. Oh no, I messed it up. Oh, you did it so well before. I know, I know, I know. Aho Koivu. Aho Koivu. Exactly. There you are. Perfect. Ah. There, there was it. <laughs> ah. Well, I was going to say good morning, but good evening to you. Um, uh, uh, she's in uh, uh, Copenhagen, so um, so uh, it's it's evening there while it's it's bright in the morning here. That's. Uh, Yay! International! <laughs> I love it. I love it. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. I mean, considering all the world events, but, you know, this is life. So uh, yeah. I'm really, really excited to be here to talk about comics and everything. Nice. I'm so honored to be here. It's Oh, excellent. No, I, I was, I, I loved the book. I loved the book. When Thank I, you. when I saw the book, I immediately went, Oh my gosh! This is this is different than other. This is different than comics that we normally get here, and and that was the thing that really attracted me to it. Uh, it's 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 beautiful. It's charming. It's sweet. It it's thoughtful. I it's and it's just it's lovely. It's a lovely oh, lovely piece of work. So thank you. So yes, I oh, you're thank you. Me plush. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let me let me start. I always have. I always start with the the same first question because uh, I love this question. Why comics? Of of all the different ways you could express yourself, why why did you get into comics? Yeah, that is a good question. <laughs> I mean, um, I I do believe that everybody has like their own um, like the best way how they can express themselves, and I'm lucky enough that I found comics to be my way of expressing myself. Like, I love the way I can uh, tell stories with picture and text combining and like if i have to just write or just draw a image i mean i do illustrations a lot also but i'm not like i'm not like that's that's always a bit more work like if i can combine both of them it just comes more naturally and i think that's like it's just the way i'm wired i guess <laughs> i don't know sure sure did you um uh I, I, so I mean, I literally don't know. I literally don't know what the comics market is like in Finland. Is is it? it did you have access to comics? Are they, or is it only? Is it like? Is it like the Egmont comics from from Denmark that you're getting that are like Donald and Mickey and things like that? It is actually pretty interesting because, like, I mean, as a market, as a market like there is no market like we don't really sell comics mm. but as art form there is a lot of comics like this like finland has this amazing uh um variety of of like more art type of comics and i think it's partly because uh, we have i mean it could be better but we have a really good grant system uh in mm -hmm. finland and we get a lot of uh, support to uh, draw comics and I guess that's why we are kind of more focused on a the, um, kind of the art expression type of thing. Sure. Uh, like, uh, 
unlike like I mean, for example like here in Denmark like it is I mean there's also a lot of artistic comics here also but it's there's a lot of also that's like the Donald Tux and the Egmont things yeah. Yeah. that comes from here but it's not so much in Finland which is kind of funny because we like it, there's a joke like that every single Finnish person has learned to read from Donald Duck, for example. Mm -hmm. So we do love Donald Duck and we do love uh -huh. all the Eggman stuff. Uh, and uh -huh. I grew up like reading Disney and uh, Asterix and Obelix and um, Tintin and uh, Lucky Luke and all those. Yeah. Yes. But like the thing that we do in comics, like the Finnish artists are more like. Like my book, like it's it might be kind of strange, but in the US, but I, I can guarantee you that you can find a lot of kind of similar stuff in Finland, actually. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that I I've never seen a book that looks like this. I just um, I, I don't know, especially especially given how thick it is. Let me kind of here's here's a here's a sort of a more standard kind of paperback kind of a book, so people at home can see just how big this book is. It's like four times the size of uh. You know, of a traditional graphic novel, uh, and it's yeah. And it's... I actually, I actually got uh, recently a comment on or like a message from um, uh, somebody in the Instagram saying like, "Hey, there's a mistake in the in the publisher's website. It says that it has 400 pages." I'm just like, "Yeah, it does have 400 pages." <laughs> actually, I, I thought that she was kind of going like um, like looking at the Finnish version because the Finnish version have uh, has 20. Um, or, or the English one has 20 extra pages actually oh, so okay. I was going like correcting that and she was like oh okay I thought it was like supposed to be 40 pages but okay uh, <laughs> yeah yeah no no but we I don't mean, my, you... yeah my, my way of uh, right uh, like drawing it is kind of like I don't draw that much of a detailed stuff so it's kind of like um, I mean it sounds crazy but like when you look at the book you can kind of see maybe that it's not like it's not that kind of like um, full of details drawn yeah. images. So. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know that I would agree with that necessarily. There's a lot of details. They're just not, um, they're not specific lines of buildings or something. But there's a That's lot true. of detail. These characters are very detailed. And yeah, uh, the, the other thing that really struck me about the book is that it's, um, it's storytelling style is, even though it's 400 pages, this was a this was a relatively quick read for us. Um, it, it, it very very fast, very page turning. Uh, yes, and it and it in in that manner it reminded me kind of more of manga. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, completely right. Like I love manga, and I uh, I really really love the um, this kind of flow you get when you yeah. read comics. Yeah, and and I kind of want like especially with my comics, I want the reader to be really sucked into it that you kind of get this like almost like an animation type of like flow when you read it yeah and like for me like if i have to stop and think about stuff things or like go back or something like that in a comics which you can of course always do with comics but that's like for me that's kind of takes me out from the story so i like i, I really want to take I like do stories that are like like almost like an animation type of right. flow yeah, yeah. No, I mean, certainly I, I, I sat down to start reading it and, you know, I, I read through the whole thing in like an hour because I was just, I was so compelled by it. I, uh, I, I, I really I, uh, loved it. Yeah. And I really hope that it is like that, like that it's a quick read, but then like you want to go back and then yeah. you want to go and uh, visit 
yeah. visit it again and again yeah. and find something new like every yeah. time you uh, read it so yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's how I absolutely how I felt. Okay, so you said that um, you said that when you were younger, you were reading Asterix and Tintin, Lucky Luke, things like that. Uh, just as, so I I I know kind of how things work. Were these translated into um, to Finnish, or were they English versions, or uh, no? Like they, they were like most of those things. Yeah, they are they were translated in Finnish. Like most of the like these Franco Belgisk comics. Yeah. They were translated. Um, there was some, some like um, it's actually <laughs> it's it it, it's, it might sound pretty weird, but I actually kind of learned English from Elfquest, like because um, they only translated the first book in Finnish, and I really wanted to read it more. And during that time, like most of the Finns are learning fin uh, English at school, but I was in um, uh, Waldorf school and I was learning uh, Russian actually, so. <laughs> I didn't uh, know any English, so I had to kind of first like learn it myself, and then I like switched from Russian to uh, English, and then I was able to like learn other words also than not just like hunting and wolves and all that. <laughs> I'm I'm sure Wendy would love that actually if uh, if we told her that that's that's amazing. Um... <laughs> Uh, and and can I say your English is perfect? Having not oh, studied it in school, you thought I totally can grasp everything you you're saying. This is fantastic. <laughs> um, uh, the, so when did you know that you wanted to make comics of your own? Were you were you doing them as a child, or or did that come to you later on? Yeah, I was. I mean, I was I was drawing them. Yeah, but it was like. Um... Because like the school that I was in, it was really really small school, and um, actually one uh, like a bigger brother of a classmate of mine uh, was already doing comics like kind of semi professionally when he was still at school, and uh, his name is Villa Randa, and he's actually uh, one of the biggest comic artists in Finland right now. <laughs> so okay. it's a small 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 world uh, in Finland. Yeah. But um, um, so I was kind of. I was able to see his he he doing like his own stuff and uh, he like drawing comics and kind of realizing that wait I can do that also like if he's doing that like right. like people can actually do that for a living like what's like that's weird and um, there was this um, there was lots of like lots of uh, Finnish alternative comics around like really easily found. We had an amazing library that I could just spend hours and hours in. And uh, there was a um, comic school um, like in the next village um, that I actually went to when I was 18 or 19, I think. Um, like I didn't go to the uh, university, university level straight away, but I wanted to have like this one year to just test out to do comics. And uh -huh. then I kind of, and I kind of got stuck in that, that direction. This, this fascinates me. So does does that mean you said a comic school? The, the whole the whole program was nothing but comics for a year. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's you didn't you don't get a degree from it, yeah. but it's like this like um, that you can spend a year or two there just to uh -huh. kind of. Like if you don't really know what you're going to do uh, after the like I don't know um, how it's relates like the Luce and all those in the American system is a bit sure, different sure. but like when you're like 18 and you kind of should go to university yeah. but then you can just have like this 
yeah, like leap years and just sure. trying sure. to figure out what a, you want to do. A, a gap years, a gap year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there was also like people from sixteen to like forty years mm. of old there. So, and, and was this a general arts program or a comic specific? It was school? a comic specific. They had also like um, um, fine arts and. Uh -huh. I don't remember what else they had, maybe writing, but yeah. Uh, but okay. this, the one that I was in, it was like specifically for comics. That's that. It's it's kind of fascinating to me that there's there's a comic specific program there, and yet you were saying there's not really a, a market for comics in in Finland. Yeah, but that's I, the thing. Like we have amazing artists, artists and we have amazing education. Um, and we have a great bookstores and great libraries and all that. But then, like the markets, like it is really small. Like we, I mean, even like the book market is a small. One. I mean, we have yeah. we have a small uh, language area also. Right. Like it's like it's and it's really difficult to um, to kind of get people reading comics. Sometimes, like there is like this couple of comics that everybody in Finland knows, but they're mostly like strip comics that they read from newspapers or from online. Right. But it's like to uh, make people understand that comics can be an art form and like and it, and also like like for example like superhero comics they they are kind of a niche thing in finland i would have to sure. say sure like it's yeah it is a bit i mean i i i might get uh there might be some people who are who are going to be angry at me of saying that there's not really a market <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it yeah, is I think I understand the way you mean it, though. I think I understand the way you mean it. I, yeah. That well, you were you weren't being pejorative. You were just sort of saying how how the realities are. Yeah, you yeah. know. Look, honestly, even even in America now, you you hear about American comic book stores, but even in America, superheroes are, are, superhero comics are kind of a niche thing in America it's too. So weird. You look at the bookstores, like what are the bookstores selling? You know, they're selling uh, uh, Raina Telgemeier and Dave Pilkey by the millions and they're selling 10,000 Batman comics, you know, so. I mean, if I would, if I would sell uh, 10,000 comics in Finland, I would be top of the list. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's okay. the thing, like that's, yeah. Yeah, interesting, <laughs> interesting. I, I always love hearing about how different places work because, you know, I, we're, we're very, we're, when you're in the US, you're very US centric, unfortunately. Well, I mean, of I mean, and of course, I mean, it's a big country and it's one of the biggest, like, markets for comics. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I I understand it, like, I mean, yeah. and I'm so excited with Oxy also because I'm really interested to see how it's going to be in the US yeah. with it. And also, like, because I, this is the thing with, like, growing, like, I've grown up watching, like, all the American shows and films and all that and i kind of think that i know how us works but then right. of course i don't because i'm not there <laughs> no, so. no you probably don't it's nothing like television <laughs> <laughs> okay so you went you went to this comics program for a year uh did you then go to university after that yeah i went to like this uh, university of applied science which is more like um it's a university level but it's like more focused on on like uh, concrete doing stuff and i was uh, i was um uh, in the media uh section or i was studying media which is which says nothing like <laughs> in media but like the um, good thing about it was that i was able to get a uh, half a year um exchange studies in angoulême actually in france nice. uh which was kind of crazy because i 
didn't speak any fr French. I, I don't really speak it that well yet either. But I just went there, like, just completely, like, ignoring everything because I wanted to be in Angoulême because it's, like, the Europe's capital for comics. Yeah. And to be there for half a year, it was, it was pretty insane. Like, <laughs> and they had a school there, like a university level school yeah. that you could learn, yeah. uh, I mean, study comics. Sure. In. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's yeah. Uh, so when, what was your, what was your first, um, I, I don't know if publishes the right word, but like your first major comic, what, 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 how old were you? What were you doing? I mean, my first uh, comic book that I made yeah. was actually a book about how to do comics in the comics. Oh, cool. form. oh that's cool. <laughs> it is kind of. I was like, when the publisher was contacting me about it, I think I was. I had to be eighteen or nine. No, nineteen. Yeah, nineteen. Nineteen or twenty, something like that. And he contacted me because I had uh, a comics blog that I was posting mm. out of comics in and he wanted me to do this and I actually wrote him back saying like are you sure because I know a lot of other people who would be much better in this like why would why do you want me and he was just like yeah I know I don't care I want I want you to do it and I was like okay because <laughs> I was gonna ask like what does an 18 19 year old know about making comics you know <laughs> I mean and how many jokes I got from it from my friends that oh it's your first book that you've published and now you're going to teach us how you do comics oh. like oh okay oh. that's funny had <laughs> you uh had you read like understanding comics at that point yeah 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 yeah, yeah. of course yeah, yeah 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 that's like yeah yeah i really loved it it was one of those books that kind of really opened comics for me like yeah definitely and i kind of wanted to like that book like the way i was able to make it was that i decided to make it to somebody who's just getting started yeah. and who doesn't really know what to like, or are kind of afraid to sure. start, like try things. Yep. And like my approach with it was that I wanted to people to not to be afraid of do do stuff and do things in their own way. Like, right. like I always think that the like comics, like the final form is the published book and it doesn't matter how you got there. Like you can like, the materials you use or the methods you use like it doesn't matter like it the what matters is the book that people yeah. are going to be reading yeah so that's kind of what i, I kind of got that kind of approach so i was yeah. hoping to kind of pass the stuff that i don't really actually know what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> it's also it's uh, one of the things that i love the most about comics is is how many different ways there are to approach it and you know, as as you know, this is a series of interviews. We're somewhere in the two hundred and fifties. I it's really rare that I hear two cartoonists tell me the same way of doing work. You know, um, everybody approaches it differently, and it all ends up in the end as a fantastic book. You know, yeah, uh, but but it's how you insane. get there is different, and that's really do that doesn't seem to be as true in say music or film. Mm -hmm which have very like clearly delineated this is the way you do it kind of paths but do you think it's because comics are still just like kind of a young uh art form that we don't really have that kind of or do you just think that it's just yeah i don't i'm not i'm not really sure which of the two that it actually is um i mean 
comics are a young art form, but they're also they're also such a universal art form. Mm. You know, one of the things I'll, I'll tell like young young students or something like that is like you always see comics. Like if you, every time you go on an airplane, right? There's comics right yeah. there in the you know. Yeah. Uh, it's the easiest way to communicate some stuff, but in terms of how people approach building the art, it be, it becomes idiosyncratic. And I I think I think though I haven't I haven't like said this before, so I don't know if I'm going to fully form this idea. But I think that it might have something to do with with how words and pictures come together and how people's brains process mm. those two things coming together and everybody processes it slightly differently. Oh, that's a really good point. I think yeah. you have something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll need to workshop that a little more to get yeah, it yeah, right. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you should do that because I think there's something there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and the thing is with that's like that comics are everywhere. That's why I also think that that's why we need more like comics education or like just like that everybody should learn how to draw comics or yeah. to uh, at least to how to read comics because they yeah. are everywhere. Like yeah. especially with the internet nowadays, like it's just like it's so important that you can actually read uh, a image and a text yeah. and combining them. And this is like it's just really really important skill nowadays yeah it's it's interesting because in america uh, unlike the rest of the world um comics went kind of fallow for 30 years let's say oh, yeah, um right. because of the there were senate hearings uh and yeah yeah and yeah people went crazy like oh comp batman is turning kids gay like <laughs> I, no I'm, I'm serious that's what people said and uh frederick wortham man the guy the guy i really really bad uh and so there were hearings, and then the the American comics industry basically uh, castrated all the content. Mm. So you couldn't have sophisticated content. Everything had to be only aimed at children, um, and you know you couldn't even like use the word zombie. You know, oh you, you couldn't even say the word right. Like, how weird is that? Um, uh, and it took you know it took thirty years more or less until uh, there started to be comic book stores actually uh and and the comic book stores started recognizing that it was actually adults who were buying a lot of these comics mm. uh and we started producing material more aimed at adults again um so that's, that's kind of you know a, a high level thing but uh you know it's it's just it's funny how how time shifts with comics i, I don't know yeah don't and know. it's really funny because I've, I've been doing a lot of kids comics uh yeah. now now for like a couple of years and and when I started doing them, like it was really difficult actually to make people understand that comics are also for kids. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And people were just laughing at that, like that, like what's going on? Like it wasn't like it wasn't it was recently that we were talking about like comics are for adults and now we have to come like say also like but they are also for kids, like like why 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 can't like 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 yeah. why do we have to have this battle yeah. <laughs> all the time? Yeah. yeah, no, no, it's and and so what's interesting is that that like the the kids comic revolution in America at least has really been driven by by librarians. Uh mm, and mm, uh mm. you know and and you know and teachers as well, but it's it's really the librarians because because they recognize that kids kids sometimes had a hard time reading prose. You know, they and 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 not just a hard time, but they they were anxious about it. Like like they didn't feel like they were good enough, and so they 
So they taught, they told themselves they weren't good enough. So they read worse, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. But you hand a kid a comic, and a kid will will just absorb it because because they can if they if they struggle with the words, they can still look at the pictures and determine meaning and determine sequence and tell the story. Yeah. You know, and then eventually they get to the words. Um, it's 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 That's funny that, that that they've that librarians have learned that kids learn to read prose better through reading comics. I, it's a thing yeah, I love. Sometimes, yeah, and sometimes it is a bit still like in schools. Like I mean, there's amazing uh, uh, teachers that love comics, but then sometimes you kind of get stuck with the thing that's oh, but you have you can't read comics like. Like if they have to do a book report or something, it's just like, oh no, no, but it can't be comics. Like that's yeah, yeah. that's not that's not a book. And yeah. it's just like, but then it does feel it does like feel the like libraries are more open for this. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another twenty years, another twenty years, kids will be able to do comics and and turn it in as their book report. I'm sure. Um, I mean, uh, I did like when I did. Um, I mean, I love uh, I I use comics when I uh, I'm studying uh, foreign languages, and I did like all my like uh, essays, like the English essays or Swedish essays that I had to do. I did them in comics form, and so I always got like uh, five out of five from the drawings and two out of five from the from the actual text. But then I always passed <laughs> because they were so happy that I actually they didn't have like this like boring text in front of them, yeah. the actual comic uh, that I was yeah. using the language in. I love that. I love that a lot. Um, okay, so you say you say your first comic that you did was was a book about how to do comics. Uh, what came What came next? Uh, up until sort of walk me through up until this one. I did um, a comic, like um, a fictional, like a graphic novel, uh, in two thousand and nine. I think it came out. Uh, that's called uh, "Find Me in This City." I don't have it here actually. I should have uh, had a copy of it. But yeah, well, um, and it's that's actually kind of like a loosely based on my uh, staying in Angulem. Like, it's not like it's just like it's about isolation and it's really like a kind of like a teenage angst type of thing. But <laughs> <laughs> but the, like that was my like like first graphic novel. And um, after that, I was working with uh, Finnish Comic Society quite a lot. And uh, there's uh, this awesome uh, comic center in Helsinki that I was working with. And um, I was doing kids comics um, a lot. I was published in, uh, in France. Uh, I did there for like uh, three books of, of this uh, Lola Olifant uh, kids comic. And then in Finland, I'm doing one comic that's still ongoing, ongoing for kids. Oh, nice. uh, and then I kind of got stuck with um, uh, like uh, kids books illustrations. I'm not stuck, but I kind of cut cuts into the uh, kid, uh, like a children's books illustration field during that time. And during that time, I was also doing Oxy. Um, yeah. And so when Oxy came out, it came out to 2018 in Finland and after that I've been kind of doing mostly illustrations now for children books which I also yeah. I love I really really love but I haven't really like suddenly it's been many years and I I'm still working on the next one <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah well I mean obviously Oxy is is a is a, a, a Finnish folktale 
But I, I guess my question still is, is what was your inspiration to tackle the story? Um, well, actually, it was because I had just moved to Denmark and I, I moved to Denmark and I was studying in Sweden. This is the, <laughs> this is the way in the, in the um, uh, Nordic countries. So, <laughs> and um, I was studying in Malmö uh, comics again. Um, and people were kind of asking me more and more about Finland and the Finnish like mythology and folklore and sure. all that because like even though Finland is part of the Nordic countries, we are not part of the Scandinavian countries. Right. And the Scandinavian countries they have like like Sweden and uh, Denmark and Iceland and Norway, they have uh, similar languages and similar mythology and similar background. And then Finland we have our own language which is most, I mean, it is similar to to Estonian and Hungarian and uh, Sami languages and all that, but like it's different from the Scandinavian ones. And the mythology and the kind of these stories that I've also grown up with, like they're a lot different from the Swedish ones or the Danish ones. So people were asking me in the school and here in Denmark, like how, like what's, or like they've heard some like snippets and all that. And I kind of got really interested of it myself also, because, you know, when you live in your own country, you don't really like, it's just normal sure. stuff like that everybody sure. knows. And then suddenly you sure. kind of realize like, wait, am I kind of like different now? Like what's going on? <laughs> so I kind of started to get cuts, like reading. Uh, yeah, I got it into reading uh, more and more about like these like bear mythologies and um, bear myths. And then I kind of thought that hmm, maybe there's something there. Like maybe I want to do something about this. Yeah. And yeah, this is my process. Like it's really like, like it's, it's a mess, like from start to finish. <laughs> and I don't really, I don't even know how the book comes out in the end. <laughs> sure. Uh, it, it, as we noted, it's over 400 pages long. Um how did you did you did you do it in smaller chunks? Did you did you know that you were doing a four hundred page story? I think I think in the first uh, the like the grants applications that I wrote, I said that it would be about one hundred and fifty pages, and it's going to take a year. Uh -huh. And yeah, it came out four hundred pages, and it took me six years wow. to do. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Did you did you is, did you go back for more grants or yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got I yeah, yeah. I got quite many grants. Uh I got a couple smaller ones and then one big one. And then like I, I was doing like other works at the same time, like doing illustrations and teaching and stuff like that. So yeah. of course that's why also it took longer sure. because I wasn't Absolutely. able to focus on it all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what was I going to say? I was going to say something really clever. <laughs> I don't know. Well, um, I think it's fantastic yeah. that you're yeah. in a country where where they give you grants to make art. I I, I think that's because you know that that kind of doesn't happen in America very often, um, especially not for comics. Uh, mm. You know. I mean, it is also something that people have been like caught for, like especially with like to be able to have like grants for comics. Like this is something that people have been lobbying and uh, 
putting their time in it to be able to actually uh, get it. So it's not something that just is there like sure. miraculously. Like it's it's it is uh, because of like many individuals that have been uh, like making it happen. But it's just, like, it is a really really nice. I mean, it's an amazing thing because like there would be so many amazing books that have, wouldn't have been yeah. created. Yeah. If they wouldn't have that possibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me let me remind anybody out there who's watching this live. Um, if you want to ask any questions uh, about about the book or uh, to Mary, please put them in the chat, and we will ask them. If uh, and oh, I'm told there is a question already. Well, let's let's go straight to that question, shall we? Uh, Pudrigo, hello, Pudrigo. Um, I love the book's page and panel design. Each page also works as a beautiful work of art in itself. Did you work it all out on the page or was it put together digitally? Uh, so uh, my <laughs> way of working, it's its actually like the um, all of the pages are half uh, watercolor and ink and half digital. So like it's uh, most of the Comics like if if you would see the originals and this is why I don't want to show them. I mean that you wouldn't really, really consider them good because they're not finished. Like this sure. is like they're only halfway done. So, so like I mean I, 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 I do actually, actually I have some sketches that I if, I don't know if I can share my screen. You you can. There's a if if you look towards the bottom there is Ooh, a button yes. that says share, uh, and then if you click can on. I do that? Yeah, you can do it. You can absolutely do it. Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll put the share up, and then uh, and then once it appears on our side, we'll we'll enable it as as though it were his own guest. Yes, perfect. Because there we are. I was thinking that I want to show some of these. Let me see. How does it look better? Now you can see some finish also here. Uh, now that. Whoa. <clears throat> yes? No? I can I can see what's oh, okay. on your screen let's, right let, now. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah it's my book. Pictures but, of bears. Oh, oh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yep. Um, like, I was just um, uh, thinking that if you guys want to see some of, like, the my way of working, like, this is, like, I usually start with, like, collecting all these kind of, like, images that yeah. I... Uh, Kind of find really fascinating and like just like what I see from the uh -huh. internet. Uh huh. Um, and then I kind of combine like I mean I, I kind of print them and then look at them and then not really think about them anymore. Like they're something that's going to be in the background, really. Um, and then I kind of test out the characters uh, with. With um, ah oh sorry, <laughs> Shit. yes okay perfect now um, with like a smaller type of comics uh, uh -huh. that are in like anthologies or something like that. Um, I did like one this like this there's this really really good Latvian publisher called Kush Comics that I did uh, this small booklet um, about a bear in a space and it's kind of like this prototype of uh, okay. Oxy. Where uh -huh. I've kind of tested the stuff uh, on 
yeah, sorry, I'm now just going to flip this through quickly. But this is some of some of those like comics that I kind of test out yeah. Yeah. things. Um, and then I just start drawing random stuff like these bears, kind of testing the characters and the like the story kind of forms uh, during that time. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of, you know, trying to get to know the characters, trying to see like what's going on. Okay. And here's the thing that I wanted to show. Like, this is like, this is kind of like the sketch that I do, like, not the first sketch, but kind of like this, like, starting sketch um and i do this with computer and then i usually print them out or i can just uh, or like sometimes i don't even print them out but i actually just like copy them like looking at them because you, you see like there's not that much stuff happening yeah. there so i can just kind of do a new sketch based on that um so, so that first that first step is digital yeah yeah okay um and then like oh, this is actually <laughs> some something that i can show that it's like so that i've been trying out like uh this hand this one has actually already uh like computer and watercolor in mm -hmm. but you can see like that this is this is the final one that's yeah. in the book yeah so this is a way of showing like that i actually did a lot of redrawing also like yeah. it's it's not only 400 pages that i've drawn but yeah. lots lots more um and so you can hear see like here like all the like the um, writing is digital the bubbles are digital yeah. drawings all the details uh also and then some of the watercolor stuff i kind of like emphasize with uh like this Photoshop pressures and all that. Yeah. So the, yeah. Uh, the, the if you go 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 back a couple, go back to the one more. That so yeah. So that's digital. The next yeah. one is the next one also digital, or are you are you at, at pen and ink at this point? This has uh, this has actually this has more digital than watercolor, but it has like um, watercolor bases. I don't okay. think I have actually like this like. The, the completely like the raw version here because uh -huh. I don't really like to like I mean I, oh, I can I show sketches yeah. but I really don't like showing the watercolor ones like sure. <laughs> I was um I've done a couple of like oh, I'm just taking this now away we can also visit it later great uh, actually Ben well, yeah perfect thanks yeah. <laughs> nice um, <laughs> But um, yeah, I had a, a exhibition uh, of the illustrator uh, of, um, of Oxy when it came out in Finland, and I had some uh, originals to display there. And I got like a couple of people came to me and say like, "Oh, but these originals are so much better than the uh, the final ones in the book." I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to swear right now, but it's just like. <laughs> The thing is, like for me, they are not done. Like they are, they. I mean, they are halfway done. And also, like it's a different thing to see one page on the wall and think that that looks great. But when you have like four hundred pages, they have to also work together. Like I have to think about how they look uh, sure. according to each other. So I can't like just think like, oh, this looks great. And then I'm not going to do anything with that. And then this one, like just starting from the scratch from the next page. 
Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Um, uh, so you, so your, your, your first layer of sketches was digital, but are you, are you like doodling any of this out like on paper ahead of time? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, I, I wouldn't say actually, yeah, it's not the first sketches that I did to like, I do like this, like a really like a small, like, um, a thumbnail. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Those I do by hand, and those yeah. are like like nobody else can read them. <laughs> Me, yeah. I, I can't even read them sometimes. So it's right. like a yeah, completely. It's just like, just kind of to solve the flow and to solve the problems yeah, of the page. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And How it's often... also like because I don't I don't write a script first and then mm. like do the thumbnailing. Like mm -hmm. I have to kind of go straight into the thumbnailing in a way, mm -hmm. like that. It, mm -hmm. I sometimes I write. Right in some uh, areas, like, and then something happens in here or something like that, and then skip, like, skip to the next one. And then sometimes I can't really uh, express uh, with words, like, what's going to happen in this picture, but I have it, I have the image in my head. So I have to use the image instead for picture or the yeah. story, uh, text, sorry. So yeah. it's kind of like this big mess of things that kind of I'm just trying to yeah. mold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this gets back to the thing we were saying earlier about how different people work different ways. You know, <laughs> half the people we talk to say, oh, I write a script and it's, you know, it's, it's a script, it, you know, uh, and the other half are like, no, I just draw, man. I, you know, <laughs> I draw and see what happens. And then I add the words later, you know, I, I, yeah. I kind of, I kind of love that it, it works both ways, you know, oh, for sure. Yeah. That's, yeah. But I mean, yeah, of course, like that's the beauty of it. And it's also like, um, like what I was trying to kind of talk about in that uh, how to make comics book <laughs> that's um, that it's like you kind of have to find your own way like because sometimes because like like I've been in these many comic schools and I've been learning how to do comics in many different ways and yeah. like sometimes if I'm trying to force myself of like doing script first or like like drawing in a uh, tree size or something like that yeah. which is kind of like a traditional way of doing like yeah. i'm going to get stuck and then i'm not i'm not going to do anything like that's like and that's you don't want to do that yeah. and then sometimes like i'm also uh, some some people have been so uh, um said to me or they told me that it's like it sounds very um uh, difficult the way that i'm doing things or like drawing things and like going back and for, for, uh, for, uh, like uh, using digital and then uh, hand drawn and then back to digital and going this like back and forth. Yeah. How do you say that? Yeah, no, back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But then it's just like, if I wouldn't be doing that, then they wouldn't, I mean, then I wouldn't have anything. Like that's right. like, I just have to keep moving. Like I, I mean, Linda Barry is one of my idols. And like, that's the thing that I've really like, like she taught me that, that you just have to kind of keep moving and sometimes you kind of get out of the groove and then you're going to have to find it again. And this is like, that was when I wrote, when I read that, I just, it was such a relief when I uh, kind of um, was able to understand that you can do comics in your own way and it yeah. doesn't have to be like a perfect way to be doing them. And this is, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It's it's the great. It's the best thing about comics to me. Um, uh, so one of the things, uh, you, you know, so you you're lettering. Let me. So let me ask you about 
Let me get the question out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you about uh, this, uh, the American edition of this, the English edition. Um, did did you do the lettering on this? Okay, yeah. so you so you tra you translated or somebody helped no, no. you translate? Okay, uh, yeah, the uh, it's trans translated by Celia Maria uh, okay. Arampuro. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, Arampura. Yeah, sorry, I had to check her last name. <laughs> but yeah, this amazing translator who did also actually like the Finnish version has a subtitles in English actually. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like it has like in the bottom of the page, it has like uh -huh. this small English text. And Celia Maria did that uh, for the Finnish version. And when uh, when I found out that uh, that I'm able to do Oxy actually in English, I really yeah. wanted her to do the translation yeah. because like. I mean, I can speak English, yeah, and I can write it, yeah. But like, she was able to like, she's a professional, and she was able to like find those nuances there that I just like when I read them, I like see like, yes, that's what it's supposed to be. But I yeah. would have never been able to formulate yeah. it. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm yeah. really, really happy that she uh, yeah. she was able to do the translation. No? Yeah, and and I think it's great that you relettered the book yourself, especially because there's there's just huge parts of it where where the the text, the lettering is as much a design element as yeah. um as it being in balloons, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, that's why I can't really use any fonts or anything like that, really, yeah. because it's like I mean, let's see, like if if one day I will be able to get it in the country that I can't trans like. Letter it myself, so yeah. <laughs> it would be interesting to see what I'm going to do with that. Hopefully, we will find somebody that's going yeah. to letter it. Well. But it's yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like it's just like it has to be like it's not written; it's drawn. Like the letters yeah. are drawn, it's written. Yeah. So it's um yeah, it's really really like important um style wise also for me. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think it. I also think it adds to the text that the the hand lettering. You know, um, yeah. No, I think it's. I think it's really, really nice. Um, that's fantastic. Ben tells me there's another question, so it's from David Emmanuel. Can you talk about the traditional mythological references? Yes, I can. <laughs> let's see. Um, Will you? So, well, I mean, let's see. Um, so the, like the, like the starting points of the like the folklore and the mythological references was um Kalevala which is uh, the um, like the um, Finnish national epos yeah, maybe that, that's what you would call it it's uh, it's this book that's that was like like when like Finland is a very young nation right like uh, we became our own country in uh, in 1917 so yeah. that's like that's young <laughs> yeah. and like in the 1800s they were starting to kind of um, like well i mean forming the ideal of like what what's what what is finland and what's like our like what's the nation like trying to like build up this kind of like a national image of finland because yeah. we've been under sweden we've been under russia like but then like we do have our own language and like cultural stuff that are yeah. our own and all that. So it's like, but of course, like all the countries are built, right? It's like, there's not like, you know, it's like all the nationals are built 
nationalities are built in that way. So Elias Lernrut was this guy who went around in 1800s. He went around from uh, town to town, uh, skiing from town to town, and gathering these uh, songs that uh, people have been singing like for ages and ages and ages. And um, he went went to these uh, villages, listened to people singing, wrote them down. And then back home, she, he uh, then kind of started to put them together. So he kind of edited the book. And like, there's a lot of discussion about it, like how much it is actual, like the old stories, like how much he, he put himself in them, like, sure. like how much he edited them. Yeah. But like, so that's, um, and that book has a section about like uh, killing a bear. And, and also like this, like uh, um, like the birth of a bear, because in the Finnish mythology, like everybody has a um, origin song, and if you know the song, you will control that thing. Like mm. if you know the origin of water, then you can control water. Okay. So it's this kind of, um, uh, and that was also something that I really wanted to use in Oxy, like this thing that if you know your roots. If you know uh, the past, or you, if you know the things that have had happened, then you can actually get control over things. Or like you know, like this history matters type of <laughs> thing. And um, in the uh, birth of the bear, or like the the origin of the bear, they talk about how the bear is. Uh, it's actually in the. I wrote it here in the beginning of the book, mm -hmm. um, and it talks about how the bear was uh, sent from the heaven, and mm -hmm. um, it has this, uh, it's actually kind of funny because it's this thing about it's, it was sent to heaven, uh, uh, like sent down to earth from heaven, and then um, he kind of died for not far since, but kind of, like it has this kind of like a very biblical type mm -hmm. of thing. I mean, mm -hmm. and this is a story before uh, like Christianity yeah. came to Finland. And I really love when all like these um, genres uh, lap. And when I knew that I was going to do fantasy and mythology, and then I found out that there is actually from uh, heavens and then, of course, I had to put some sci-fi in my <laughs> right, right. <laughs> stories, which is also, I think this is something that uh, Elfquest has also influenced me quite a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. Sure, sure. Sure, I love that. But, uh, uh, so these are, these are all uh, oral traditions before, yes, before yeah. this person wrote them down. Um, exactly. Yeah, that's why also like singing is a really big part of Oxy, like, that yeah. all the like the explanations come in a song form because that's the way like the all the traditional Finnish uh, folklore and mythology was uh, told in yeah. back in the days. <laughs> and are uh, I, I just out of curiosity, are those songs and and oral traditions still kept in any manner, or have it they now been supplanted by? Well, the guy wrote it down, so this is the version yeah. we now use. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, like, um, there is, I actually don't know if there is anyone alive anymore, like these um, professional singers, in a way, like that that was the 
like like kind of like this like a keeper of stories type of profession um there was yeah i don't know if they are still existing but it's like kalevala is it is a big thing and i do kind of hope that we wouldn't get so much stuck in the like nowadays i think there's more and more like these versions like oxy like that's kind of um cultural things that kind of reference these stories but are not that like strict with the idea that it has to be exactly like in Kalevala which I really really love because it's like that's the tradition right like that's what we are supposed to do um otherwise I don't think there are I mean I yeah I'm not I don't actually really know that well how much they are alive sure. in that way in Finland. Yeah. That's. I also, I mean, I assume not. Not that I'm expecting you to answer this question, but I assume that oral traditions change over the centuries, right? As as different singers sing the song, mm-hmm. they sing it a little bit differently than the the people before them. You know, uh, yeah. probably from one generation to the next, it's pretty the same. But over five generations, it's probably quite different. I would yeah, think. and that's I and I love it so much. And it was just like this because when I was doing Oxy, I was kind of really worried that if I'm getting stuff right, and then someone like so said this to me like, but that's like you're just like continuing the tradition. Like you are. Yeah. I mean, there is no like right way because like you can't find the original song. Like you can't find the original uh, mythology because they've just been yeah changing all the time. So yeah, yeah, it's a, I think it's yeah, in a way it's like really like of course like I I love finding out the truth, but then like if we would find out the truth, then maybe we would be able to control everything. I don't know. Like that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um uh so you said that the that the finished version of this came out in 2019? Um 18, I think. 2018, okay. Yeah. Um how did it how did it make its way to america oh that that was that was uh, my agent <laughs> okay an agent okay very good yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, like we don't really have that many uh eight like comic agents like i think he's maybe the only <laughs> agent that actually is uh selling comics uh and so it was like yeah that was so great that i was able to do that because i of course like like my other comics, like I've been like going around different festivals and trying to like sell my own works, but it's like, oh, it's amazing to be able to have like somebody who's doing that work. Yeah. I mean, I would love to uh, go around in the comic festivals again, but that's like just to hang around, so I'm not trying to sell your stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the the book was bought uh, in in America by a, a pretty much a new uh, company. This is, I believe, the very first graphic novel they they published, um, Levine Queredo. Probably probably pronounced that wrong too. Um, was there it, it, was there any difficulty working with them uh because they were new or because they were new they're like we'll just do whatever you want um yeah you, you do you think that i would say like oh they were horrible <laughs> no. <laughs> no i i mean it was it was really amazing to work with them because they really they i mean they were really like 
they wanted to do a best book possible. So I would, I really sensed it that they really cared about the book, and that's that like that's so important to me. And um, and uh, Nick Thomas, who was my editor in it, like he did, we did actually some editing work for okay. this version. Like it has twenty extra pages and like, yeah. like small stuff. Like I don't really. I don't really, I don't really remember, remember like, specifics that was is different, and it doesn't it didn't really change the like the story, but just to like these kind of things that he kind of thought that maybe would need to be a bit more clear or something that should emphasize a bit more for the U.S. audience, and that was I really loved it. I I love editors, like I really love that somebody is actually like that you are not alone and somebody is reading your work and yeah. is interested of it and wants to do the best thing about it. And then like, of course, like uh, Villa Ranta was uh, the editor of the Finnish one. And with both of them, like it's, it was always like, if there was something that I wasn't really feeling it, then it was just like, yeah, okay, fine. Like this is your book, this, that's completely fine. But then sometimes, I mean, like most of the times they come up with like really, really interesting, good points. Yeah, and it's like sometimes you get blind with your own work. Like you yeah. really have to have somebody to. And yeah. like, I'm talking about this because it might sound really weird for Americans that I'm talking about this so much. But like we don't really usually have editors in the sure. comics because we don't have such a big market. Like there's not even like enough money for the like actual artists. So it's just like difficult to get money also for the editor. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. So uh, it, 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 a good editor, a good editor is going to make the book better. It, I mean, they, yes, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, they're they're your best, they're your best ally. They're, they they yeah. they want to make it better. Um, yeah. What was what was the reaction in Finland to to Oxy? Um, it was surprisingly good, actually, because um, it came out with this uh, small publishing house. That's like it's a. Um, um, like they're they're well known of doing like publishing good comics, but it's a really really small publishing house, and they don't usually like publish like they usually they always tell me also like they try to push me to um, offer my comics to bigger publishers also, and if they don't take them, then they they will do it because they want to like do comics that they think that they, they should be printed, yeah. Yeah. and but then like. Yeah, I got like this amazing review in the biggest newspaper in Finland, and it kind of just exploded. Nice. It actually, I think, it. I think that the it started like the review started like saying like first things first, Oxy is perfect, and it was. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's exactly what you want as, as the first line of a review, right? And it's like it. It was really crazy because like. Like it, there's like this only they, there's like one uh, newspaper in Finland that people are reading with like up regarding to reviews and all that. So that was, um, yeah, I was really happy with that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and, and that, like yeah, and there was just like I kind of feel like there was like so like people, people than, not only those who just read comics that are like are used to comics that I kind of found, felt like that other people also found it in a way. Yeah. Also do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you had said that you you were working with in children's illustration and things like that. Do you? Who do you see the audience for this to be? 
do you see the audience to be kids or do you see the audience to be adults or does it matter to you? But the thing, well, okay, that that's, is my puppies are going to be mad at me even if I say this? This is something that we talked about a lot, actually, because for me, it's a, uh, like in Finland, it's a graphic novel for adults. Yeah. Um, but they felt like in US, it's like the, yeah, YA is a more like better place for it, just because then it actually will find like more like wilder, right? Uh, audience, um, and I kind of like I don't really even with my kids' comics, like I don't want to put any like like specific years <laughs> in it, like how old you have to be to or like yeah. how young you have to be to read it yeah. like maybe oxy like i wouldn't give it to like kids straight away like i think there's a couple of things there that you really need to read it first yeah. um to kind of see but then like like again like i was when i was a like a young teenager like i was reading like mouse and this like really really difficult comics that's like in comics form it's a kind of it's a bit easier to um kind of read things because it's kind of like it's like drawing it's kind of gives it kind of more softness in it i don't know like do you know what i mean sometimes yeah i do i do it's it's interesting uh because i actually also i also think that the reverse is true that the Ill having an illustration to something can make it also heavier at the same time. Mm -hmm. I agree with you; it does make it softer. But uh, I I think about it particularly in terms of YA prose, okay? Because in YA prose, you know, something like a Hunger Games, something like that, mm -hmm. um, it it's extremely violent. You know, when you when you read the words, they're extremely violent, but but the pictures are all in your head. But once you translate that extreme violence onto a page, it it becomes harsher in a way, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's true. But then it's then again, it's not that harsh than in a movie, for example. Yeah, right. Like it's like maybe it is there, like in the middle, like that. Yeah. It's it's easier to uh, easier. No, it's it's not easier, but it's kind of like more. Yeah, it's maybe easier to, to kind of grasp things or like yeah. that you get this like your own space to process stuff yeah. if it's like drawn in a way. Absolutely. Absolutely. For for what it's worth, I mean, we obviously pick this as the adult club book rather than as the kids club book. Uh, much the same reason I thought this was a little, a little much for kids, you know. <laughs> I think they would have been fine with it, but um, but I, I thought, yeah, it, it, it might be a little much, you know. Um, yeah, and it's also because, like, especially in Oxy, I, I did play a lot with that, that the um, images are really cute and soft, but then, like, the things that happen are actually really, like, there's yeah. a couple of stuff that are actually really, really hard and, yeah. and yeah. Uh, violent. Yeah. So it's kind of this um, uh, scary, cute type of vibe yeah. that I really like. Yeah. Yeah. That I was trying to kind of put in, and then like if you if you kind of flip it through quickly and think it's a kids book and just give it to your kid without reading it yourself, it's like it, that might cause some problems. And I don't want to be like the one that's going to get <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, I agree with you. no, no. I mean, there's you know, I mean, like these these scenes where the where they're fighting the bear. I mean, that's you know, that's 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 bloody, that's gory, you know. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No, it's, I, I just, I just find it very lyrical and very kind of otherworldly. I don't know. I, I, I like it so much. I, I really oh, love this book a lot. Yeah. Um, are we out of questions, Ben, or was there anything else? Just so I'm, Oh, we've got another. Very good. Let's put it up. Pudrigo again. The mother-daughter relations and role reversals through the book make the story relevant for kids and adults. Was this an important consideration for you while creating the book? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really think... I, I wasn't really thinking about the... I have this bad habit that I'm not really thinking about the reader when I do the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad habit at all. No, no. So I'm just kind of like doing doing things that I it, that just comes from somewhere. I don't know. It's just like um, yeah. I guess the the mother daughter thing is the thing. Of, like I don't have kids myself, so I think it's like the um, the relationship thing. I was looking at it more from the daughter side even though like of course there's a lot of the mother side of it also but it's like i mean i'm not the mother so i i can't know exactly how it feels yeah. but this is like um so maybe that's why it's also like is relevant for kids also i don't know it um yeah i guess the i guess the answer is no i don't <laughs> No, it's a good, honest answer. That's 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 absolutely. I was um, I did this one uh, when I was doing my comics blog a lot. I yeah. I draw this one comic that I I thought it was really really funny, and I told my friends about it that I was doing the I was drawing the comic and I was just laughing, laughing uh, all the way when I was doing it. And then uh, she um, she told me like, well, at least one person laughed at it. <laughs> so, and. And like not not in a rude way, like it's like she she hadn't read it, so she didn't know if it was funny or not. But right. I kind of took it as a mantra, like if I like it or if it like brings some kind of emotion from me, then at least yeah. one person has got some emotion. Like, and that's like the only person I can control, really. Like, I don't know what other people are going to think about the story yeah. or the book. So, <laughs> that's the... yeah. Let me let me ask you a, let me ask you a semi technical question uh, in terms of pagination. Um, generally speaking, you, you want your, you want something to be on the, on the, uh, uh, the right hand side to make people flip the page, you know, you know, to keep the forward mm. momentum going of the comics. Um, did, is that a thing that you were considering at all as you did it or? Yeah, I think so. I mean, maybe, I mean, I, Maybe not that much first, but then like when you like, cause I do like, I did actually like this, like when I was doing, um, th when I had the sketches, I did this kind of like a mock-up book with the sketches. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was able to actually like read it as a book, like a physical thing. And then I was able to see like if, if some page turner didn't work, yeah. so then yeah. I was able to kind of see it like straight away without like, because you can't really see it with, well, it's a bit difficult to see it with computer. When sure, it's like sure. The, when, when that's not going to be the final product. Um, but I do. So, I mean, so that's, that's a mock-up of your sketches? Yeah. Right there? yeah. That's, yeah that's it's like that's a... Oh, that's great. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. 
I love that. Oh, I love that so much. I want a copy. Wow, that's cool. And there's only one of those. So, so and, and so then when you worked with your American editor and you put in 20 pages, and as it, it sounded to me like they're, they're all interstitial pages. Yeah. They're, they're scattered throughout the book. Did that... Did any of that change the flow? Uh, well, I mean, I did have to like work a bit with it to see that it doesn't mess up anything else. Yeah. But like, luckily, there was a lot of like the lot of the um, new pages that I did were actually um, like something that I've already done, but were had gotten removed from the finished version. So I had like sketches and I had like a space for them already. And it was kind of funny how like. Like he was able to see, like, like, oh, it kind of feels like you could have something more here. And I was just like, well, I mean, I have. I already have it. <laughs> here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. But yeah, it was a bit like tricky to kind of like see that you can actually get them in, um, like, yeah, you can't just put one page somewhere because then the whole other three hundred pages are going to be. <laughs> messed up so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well especially if you're you know again if you're considering the the right turn then you've gotta it's gotta work out yeah yeah um are have has this been translated into any other languages i uh, know not yet okay i hope so that it will uh will get translations i hope yeah. so <laughs> yeah yeah well, we are working. Uh, yeah, we are working with it. It is a difficult book in a way. Like I'm really happy that I mean my publisher was able to or wanted to take the chance because it is a book that you kind of have to take a chance with. Yeah. Because like you said, it, it's like it doesn't really look like that much like the other books maybe. And it's just like when you think think about like where you are going to place it in a book like bookshop and a comic shop, like yeah. it's these things that's. And then, like, when there's, it's a name that's not that well known. So it's like really like, um, like, yeah. There's a lot of uh, people that I have, or publishers have said that they are really interested in, of it, but they are a bit of afraid, afraid to actually take the jump. So. Well, you can tell them there was at least one comic book store that said, "Hey, let's get 300 copies of this and send it out <laughs> to uh, people all over the country." Because uh, yeah. we liked it that much, so you know, uh, the gamble paid off. I think. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I I don't know. I can't. I just can't say enough good stuff about this, yeah. and and just I, I think it's sweet. I just think it's darling. Um, what else? What else do you have coming up? Do you are there other comics that that you're you're doing? Anything yeah, I mean, that's yeah, I've I've been doing a lot of the yeah the children's books illustrations now, but then I've I've been working with I really want to do a horror comic next. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Which is kind of like I mean Oxy also has a lot of like these horror elements. Uh -huh. I kind of really want to do this like um classic horror type of comic, but then now I've been I've been stuck with it for a while now. So let's see if it's What's going to like I like in it's in this point like that I don't really know if I have to if I should let it go and every time I decide that okay I'm just going to not going to be doing it then like I'm starting to get these new ideas for it right, like it's right. just like it doesn't want to let me go so <laughs> I kind of I think I have to kind of see it through and uh, make some time to be able to actually finish it. 
Are you, are you, so, so you've, you've started production on it then? Well, I've started the, um, like the first sketches, like this collect, collecting ideas and yeah, yeah. things. Yeah. Oh, it's. Oh, I'd like to see it, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, um, and are you, are, so, and do you, do you make comics and art full time? Is that, is that your thing? You. Yeah, I mean, mostly, uh, yeah, the illustrations is my main work right now. But, yeah, comics, illustrations. I did some um, uh, teaching stuff before, but I haven't done that for many, many years now. Mm. Mainly also because I'm in, in Denmark now. And, I mean, I do speak Danish, but it's still kind of, yeah. it's, it's not as good as my <laughs> Finnish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I have to think that if you if you came to America and did some American shows, you know, and and spoke to American editors, I I would think you would be able to find some some more opportunity and work here too. I just gotta I mean, say, I would I would love to come to uh, San to Diego. Like US or, yeah. Yeah. And, oh God, yeah. yeah. I've been yeah. I've been in US only twice. I was in uh, Mocha for two thousand and nine, I think something, yeah. two thousand and ten, somewhere yeah. around there. If you remember the volcano, yeah, during that time, yeah, I got stuck in New York because of that. Oh wow, wow, wow! <laughs> and then I was—I've been actually once in uh, San Francisco, but it was just like—it um, was just this like really crazy uh, quick trip. I was in um, my sister was living in uh, California uh, in Davis, and I was visiting her, and then I had like a couple of like two days or one day in San Francisco, like this uh -huh. really quick. I just really loved the city. I thought it was so amazing. I really want to go uh, back there. I, I, I like it myself. Well, if you ever want to come back and you're, you know, I, I can't afford the transcontinental flight, but <laughs> once you're in the States, I'll, I'll fly you here, you know, from, from a different city oh, or something. So, yeah. I would love that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We'll do a little signing or something. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll yeah. be great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good. Then the, uh, then the signings will actually... Uh, arrive and that's like the post uh... <laughs> the crazy so the just for people at home we still don't have the book plate for this yet because yeah, it, it got it got stuck in customs it was it it made it through customs and they customs said they put it to the los angeles post office so it should have been here the next day i mean it from los angeles to san francisco is a day it's not but it's been weeks, and it's just sitting there, and we're, we don't know where the book plates are at all. Eventually, they'll show up, and we'll get them out yes. to people. But, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah or, or I will uh, send you some new ones or something. Like, we, will, we will make it happen. But this yeah. is, like, it's so crazy, like, that we can talk live like this when I'm trying to send you a packet. Like, that should be like, a normal thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> it should be, but, yeah, yeah, life is weird like that. What can you do? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so let's let's wrap this up with the last question, uh, which is the same. Just like the first question is always the same with everyone. The last question is the same. We have an awful lot of people who who watch the, these series of interviews who want to make comics themselves, and wonderfully, you've made a book about how to how to do comics. So, what would be if someone comes to you and go, "I want to make comics," and I just I don't know I don't know what I should do. I don't know how to start. What what would be the piece of advice that you would you would give them? I mean, like the most boring and annoying one is like just start. <laughs> just 
just do it. Um, the the more like the big the bigger answer is maybe like find find a community that's uh, like either online or uh, in real life. That's like find the other people who want to do comics or who already are doing comics. Um, that's really really important. Um, read lots of how to do uh, comics books. Like it doesn't like you don't have to follow one exactly, but they're usually like, I like I like to think like every book has at least one good um, idea or one good point that you can actually uh, cooperate in your uh, in your own stuff, and then like yeah, start a comics blog or start a uh, like webtoon or something like that. Start publishing your comics online. And even if like people don't really read it, but it's just like more to be able to like start or like make you do comics and keep keep it up and yeah, find the community that reads your stuff and wants to wants to read it. Perfect. I love it. I, lo I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. This is this has been an absolute delight, Mari. I I I enjoy talking with you, and I I really hope that we get more of your comics in America, uh, because you you certainly are very very good at it. And uh, yeah, no, it's it's beautiful, and it's you know, and and the 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 different cultural touchstones to me are you know are fascinating. You know, I I. So, so much to you. This is, this is great stuff. No, this is genuinely, genuinely, genuinely good stuff. So. Thank you. And thank you so much for this. Like it, it was such an honor to be able to, uh, um, to make you guys listen to me. <laughs> there's no make, no, there's no make. This is, this is, this is, uh, this is both of us. This is good. This is good. Uh, all right. Put me back on a one, will you, Ben? Hey, so uh, I'm gonna wrap this up here. Um, it, it, if you're sitting at home, as many people are sitting at home, and they need something to read, I, I genuinely cannot recommend Oxy enough. Um, it is it is really beautiful. It's lyrical. It's smart, and it's just it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous book uh, uh, that that you really everybody should have as part of of their library. Um, we can certainly sell you one, but uh, but don't feel you know constrained by that. Uh, just go out and get a copy of this book because it's it's just really terrific. A little bit of um, uh, housekeeping. Um, I want to uh, point out that the next interview we have coming up, we're talking to Peter Bag about Buddy Does Jersey. Um, this this should be a great conversation. This is for the Classics Club. Um, then I think if I got my order right, uh, then we're talking to. Um, Miriam, I'm going to mangle this, Bonasatre Tour uh, about Hookie. That's the Kids Club uh, book this month. Uh, and she's in Spain. So we're like, we, I love this international thing we've got going on. You know, Finland, Spain, it's great. Uh, and then uh, for next month's Adult Club, uh, we're back to genre material. It's a little piece of science fiction after the world uh, stuff. It's Eve. Uh, and we're going to be talking to the author, Victor Laval. Laval or Lavalet? We'll, we'll figure that out next month too. Uh, so that's that's the next uh, next cycle of books. Um, I would like very much to thank uh, Ben for running the show. Um, I would like to thank Jordan for, for being our producer and getting everything uh, in place and together. I would like to thank my staff for letting me uh, 
<laughs> you know, doing all the work uh, of the store so that I can sit and interview cartoonists because that's the greatest job of them all is talking to cartoonists. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's a member of the club because we couldn't do it without y'all as members of the club. And I want to thank all the people who make comics, particularly people like Mary there, which back to the two. We almost had it. There we go. There she is. I want to I want to thank you for making comics because we we couldn't do what we do if it wasn't for people like you making comics and doing it well. So well well thank you for reading comics and thank you for selling comics because yeah. that's like without those like, why would I be doing comics? So Yeah. Very good. It's the circle of life. I love it. All right. Well, thank you very much and we will talk to you next month. Thank you for watching this episode of the Graphic Novel of the Month Club. If you enjoyed what you were watching, please uh, subscribe and hit that bell up in the top corner. If you enjoyed the books that we're talking about and the creators that we're talking to, every month we pick a brand new book. Uh, the staff votes on it. It's a program that helps keep our store alive, and we'd love to have you as a member. You'll get a new book every month. Just follow that URL at the bottom of the screen.